Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2 episode 273 of this daily study podcast. Join us now as we begin our study of the September 28th to October the 11th section of the Come Follow Me study manual which covers 3rd Nephi 17 to 19, Behold My Joy is Full. And it was only just yesterday, uh, meaning the Sunday, that I realised that we had two weeks to cover this section, which only has three chapters in it. Um, Now, at first I thought, well, you know, this will take less than a week, and so we'll just have to do some general conference study and things like that. But actually, this is what has been referred to as the, the crowning jewel of the Book of Mormon. Uh, this is probably one of the parts of the Christ ministry to them that is even more glorious and uh, imp- and has great insight as well. So um, I imagine this may take us the entire week to cover these three chapters, but then we'll see what, we'll do, what we do the week after. Maybe some uh, study from General Conference that we will have this weekend. Um, today we're going to focus on the section covering 3 Nephi 17, The Saviour is my perfect example of ministering. And straight away, um, we dive into verse 2, where he says to them, I perceive that ye are weak, that ye cannot understand all my words, which I am commanded of the Father to speak unto you at this time. So straight away, the Saviour is, you know, ministering to the Nephites. He has more to say to them, which he will do on the morrow, but they are exhausted. They are overwhelmed by the things that he has said. And so he is inviting them to go and uh, rest and to ponder and reflect on the words that he has said. Spiritual events take great effort, uh, and so he recognises that. Uh, He says in verse 3, Therefore go ye unto your homes, and ponder upon the things which I have said, and ask of the Father in my name that ye may understand, and prepare your minds for the morrow, and I come unto you again. Uh, It's interesting because he does invite them to go and take that time to ponder and reflect. Ezra Taft Benson said this, Quote, man must take time to meditate, to sweep the cobwebs from his mind so that he might get a more firm grip on the truth and spend less time chasing phantoms and dallying in projects of lesser worth. Take time to meditate, ponder the meaning of the work in which you are engaged. The Lord has counseled, let the solemnities of eternity rest upon your minds. You cannot do that when your minds are preoccupied with the worries and cares of the world. Close quote. Uh, it is a really important uh, thing to do, to take that time to, to reflect and to ponder. Uh, and the Saviour recognises that for for, the, for this people he's ministering to. He then says in verse 4, But now I go unto the Father, and also to show myself unto the lost tribes of Israel, for they are not lost unto the Father, for he knoweth whither he hath taken them. What I find interesting here is that we'll find very soon in the next um, a verse or two that the saviour decides to tarry a little a little longer with them uh, and clearly here he has a destination to get to he has an, another appointment and yet um, he does spend a bit longer with these Nephites because he recognises that they desire to have to just tarry a, a little more in his presence um, and I don't know like clearly you know Heavenly Father knows all things and as does the saviour uh, and so they will have known that they will have desired to have his presence a little longer on that day. But um, it is also clear that he was going to be going to another place. And I guess for us, for our ministry, uh, we need to learn that sometimes, you know, we may have a set time and appointment with an individual or, or family. But sometimes we need, we may, we also may need to tarry a little longer. We shouldn't be um, slaves to our schedule uh, and to our timing when it comes to the matters of ministering to the one uh, and the saviour you know here himself 
allows himself to be um, guided by their needs. Uh, and he does stay a little longer with them. And so it's a, a lesson that we need to learn, that we need to be able to adapt and schedule enough time to, to meet with that individual and perhaps a, a little longer if necessary if they need it. Um, an important point, really, when we, when we consider what, what, how we plan our time. In verses 6 to 7, uh, the Saviour says, Behold, my bowels are filled with compassion towards you. Have ye any that are sick among you? Bring them hither. Have ye any that are lame or blind or halt or maimed or leprous, or that are withered or that are deaf, or that are afflicted in many any manner? Bring them hither and I will heal them, for I have compassion upon you. My bowels are filled with mercy. Um, you can just, again, you know, picture the beautiful scene is that the Saviour heals them, every single one of them. Um, that he has this desire to bless them in any, in any way possible. He has done so in a spiritual manner. And now he, he desires to bless those who require a physical healing as well. He is a physician, a healer. Uh, and, Dal- and President Dallin H. Oak said this, quote, When the Saviour appeared to the righteous in the new world, he called for persons to come forward who were lame or blind or had other physical ailments. He extended the same invitation to those that are afflicted in any manner. Bring them hither. He said, and I will heal them. The Book of Mormon tells how the multitude brought them all that were man- afflicted in any manner. This must have included persons with every kind of physical or emotional or mental affliction, and the scriptures did testify that Jesus did heal them, every one. The scripture, te- the Saviour teaches that we will have tribulation in the world, but we should be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. His atonement reaches and is powerful enough not only to pay the price for sin, but also to heal every mortal affliction. Close quote. Um, this only happened, this was able to happen because of the people, because of their desire to have the Saviour with them for longer, but also because of their faith. It says in verse 8, For I perceive that ye desire that I should show unto you what I have done unto your brethren at Jerusalem, for I see that your faith is sufficient that I should heal you. So once again we see that it's not just the Saviour that makes this possible. He is using priesthood power and authority to bless and to heal these individuals. But of course, it requires faith on their part. And he recognizes that their faith is sufficient for this great miracle to take place. What a glorious uh, blessing it will have been to to be there as part of that crowd and see the great healings and the great miracles that did follow this. In verse 9, we read, And it came to pass that when he had thus spoken, all the multitude with one accord did go forth with their sick and their afflicted and their lame and with their blind and with their dumb and with all them that were afflicted in any manner. And he did heal them, every one, as they were brought forth unto them, to him. And we have this phrase again. He did heal them, every one. Um, and I don't know if that everyone means everyone, but it is two separate words. So, you know, when it was translated, it was recorded down as two separate words. Not everyone is in every single one of them, but every one, every individual. Uh, and I think that certainly the message we get so far is that the Saviour was having a personal ministry with, with a number of these people. Uh, and so he did heal them, every one. Uh, I just love that. I think that is such a wonderful image to see, that to consider. And you can imagine just how long this day was. If he's allowed 2,500, I believe it was, to go forward and touch the prints of the nails in his hands and his feet, every single one, one by one. And now he's going to go forth and heal every individual who has some sort of physical ailment or if, or has some sort of affliction, one by one. It is a beautiful setting and it is one which 
uh, we need to consider how we minister in that way to do to do that with everyone. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland says this, quote, Sensing with divine insights that these people desired to behold the miracles he had performed for their brothers and sisters in Jerusalem, and recognizing instantly that their faith was sufficient for them to be healed, Christ responded to each need within the multitude, and he did heal them, every one, as they were brought forth unto him. In response to such an outpouring of compassion and mercy, all of the congregation, the healed as well as 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 well as the whole, did bow down at his feet and did worship him. Close quote. We will have such a day where we are healed, every one. We, are, we have days where we are healed, every one, but there will be one day in the future where we are all able to be healed of these afflictions and these ailments, both of a physical and emotional and a spiritual capacity. Uh, and the Saviour will alleviate the, the pains and sicknesses of all through his infinite power of the atonement. And, um, you know, I just see this as a great example of ministering, of how he did this to, again to the individual. He he tarried a little longer with them, for they desired it, desired it so. Uh, and he recognised with insight uh, the, the need of the people at that time. We have a great example of the Saviour. And as we go about and be ministering brothers and sisters, and even just being fellow human beings, uh, we need to reach out and to look for the one and see how we can bless them. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do follow the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. If you'd like to, to uh, discuss what you've been studying, I'd love to hear from more individuals on there. And you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you'd like to join me on a future podcast episode as well. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again. <laughs>